cables are a mess, you know? How many cables do you have? Uh, oh, I mean, uh, I guess I could count them. I have uh You don't have to count them. All right. I won't count them. Um, fewer than 10, more than five. Maybe maybe okay. more than ten, close to maybe close to ten. Um, because I have two I have two computers. Uh, and we got the mic and the camera running into this guy and the Ethernet cable, plus the power cord. The power cord coming out of the back of the audio interface. Mm-hmm. Power cord going into the other computer. HDMI cable coming out of that computer. Damn. And that's just this side of the table. <gasps> Shit. Uh, and the other side is just, you know, it's the it's the Wild West over there. The cool thing about this interface is that um, you don't have to plug it into power. It just runs off the USB. Oh. Which is nice. And it, this this mic doesn't need phantom power, but... You uh, know what? I it think does pro- like that too, actually. It does provide it if you need it, which is kind of wild. That's great. I'm not even sure what phantom power is. You you don't know what phantom power is? Uh, yeah, actually, I do know what it is. Yeah, I figured you would know. Mm-hmm. You should. I was, mista- know. I was mistaken. Well, I'm glad you know what it is. Yep. Um. Do you want to do? Do you want to do housekeeping before or after? What kind of housekeeping? Well, we need to talk about... Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to talk about anything. Well, <laughs> Let's get that we, out of the way. That's true. We, could, we can talk about uh, the SoundCloud repost thing. Yeah. We can talk about ideas for recording while you're gone we can talk about uh patreon let's just talk about all that during let's do you just, think we should yeah let's just leave it all in <laughs> okay i mean i don't <laughs> behind behind the curtain i'm struggling to see a reason why we shouldn't do that <laughs> you know? it seems it seems pretty inside baseball well you know what what is this what is this thing really it is pretty inside baseball. It's pretty inside baseball. God, you know, my dermatologist told me to stop washing my face. You've been washing it too much? No. I, I, I don't even think I was really... I mean, I, I think, you know, this is the clearest my skin has ever been, really, this juncture of my life. Yeah, I feel like my skin is pretty good right now. Your skin looks great. I got like a pretty gnarly pimple on my forehead, but... Oh, shit. That's actually really not gnarly for... I get, you know, one... For these days. In this, and then sometimes on the neck and the shaving area. Like, that's not weird. But I do have them on my upper back. I get that sometimes, but not That's a, a new thing for me. That's like the last couple of years. The last like, year, mm. really. So he's like, well, let's, let's, let's take care of that. And as for your face, what do you do for your face? And I was like, well, you know, I use a, a daily cleanser a gentle sort of facial cleanser from Cetaphil. He's like, that's good. And I said, and then I use a moisturizing, uh, a facial lotion. Cause I feel like the, the Cetaphil kind of dries my face a little bit. I don't like that feeling. He's like, well, stop doing that. Here's what I do. He's like a million years old. I'm like trying to like understand what he's saying through his mask and through his Eastern European accent. He's like, well, I, I, I take I shampoo every day and immediately I'm like well, I'm not doing that shit. No. I didn't say that to him. I said in my head, you know, alarm bells went off. I'm not shampooing every day. Uh, what? Are you is he fucking crazy? He's crazy. See, that's a generational shift. We don't shampoo every day. Your hair looks like shit. Terrible. If you shampoo every day, it looks terrible. And I think your skin starts to look like shit too. At any rate. Um he says I shampoo every day, I let it wash down my face, and that's it. Besides that, you splash it with water. So you're telling me your dermatologist washes his face with leftover shampoo? Yeah, what just washes down his his his, his just face? Sham, just shampoo runoff. 
Right. I don't trust this guy. I, I don't mean, trust him. Seems you know, like seems what like I, what am I supposed? Be, what am I supposed to do? There should be something more. So, and then he sent, and then we're gonna do a we're gonna do a, a topical gel. Okay. And we're gonna do um, an antibiotic for a couple of weeks. And why are, do, why are you doing an antibiotic? I feel like I left the, the 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 appointment and I just didn't get any of my fucking facts straight. Yeah, I felt, I felt like I left a lot of chips on the table as far as um, knowledge. As far as the knowledge, it's feeling that way to me. It happens all the time when I go see the doctor. I'm like, wait, what the fuck did we just say? What did yeah, you? What did he little, say? Are you going to send me an email after this? It's overwhelming for sure. It's terrible. Doctor culture is garbage. Yeah, doctors suck. Max, what are you doing? There's nothing for you over there. And at any rate, um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I haven't, I haven't washed my face all week. I just did it now because I just I couldn't stand it. But I have I didn't put the lotion on, and I can already feel my skin drying, and I just want to scream. Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I would totally change my practices based off the opinion of this specific dermatologist. Yeah, I might say, I might say, fuck him. I, I might as well. You're gonna say that you haven't even met him. I I've heard enough. You're just defending. <laughs> you're just defending your boy i really appreciate it i really appreciate that yeah of course i mean i think that uh you have a system that seemed to be working for you i think it was working you know i'm i'm i feel like i look great i feel like my skin is glowing why would i stop now this guy he wants to come in and tell you like you know just let garnier fructis run down your face and it's good yeah that's right just let some crazy phthalates phthalates or whatever the fucking parabens bullshit bunch of garbage i don't like it Mm -mm. Mm -mm. i don't trust it for a second so anyways um so i'm that's happening in my life and i only wanted to talk about it because i just got out of the shower it was fresh yeah fresh angst um so you're going on your road trip yeah going on the road trip when do you leave saturday morning like maybe 6 a.m ish yeah you're gonna try to you try to do it all in one day no no i've been cautioned strongly against that because it's kind of like it's 14 and a half hours straight through if i do the thing where that chick that woman drove across the country with the diaper or whatever to go like (laughs) to go murder that dude uh-huh. So that story rocks. Astro- Have you heard that story? Yeah, the astronaut. Yeah, the astronaut. That's the, that's the sickest part about the story. So sick. Like, oh, by the way. <laughs> and I, you, the list of <laughs> She's like an astronaut. The list of things that she had in her car. I don't remember what it was, but I remember it being completely insane. She like had just, just like a bag, bag of Doritos and like a gun or something. Yeah, it was like a bag of Doritos, a gun, some wrenches, rope, like you know, baby oil for her presumably extremely chapped diapered ass. Ugh. Things like that. Just. Just psycho. She was gonna just kill the shit out of him. Like she was I gonna wish, like she was gonna beat his fucking head in. Yeah. Could you imagine someone loving you that much? Uh, uh, kind of romantic yeah. when you put it that way. I mean, I don't, I don't want to enter into that situation, but <laughs> it is romantic. <laughs> let's let's call a spade a spade. I mean, that's beautiful. It, it really is beautiful is what it is. in its own way. That's like Disney like movie romance. It's like, you know, it's, you know, the Challenger explosion. Was it tragic? Of course. But <laughs> it was beautiful. I, I tend to think that like you can find beauty in life's extremes. So I like, do too. Let's say okay, so let's let's list some things that have been really beautiful. The um September eleventh. Ch- yep, September eleventh, Chilean miners. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful human story, a human experience. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
you really had to come out the gate with September 11th. It's hard to like follow that up. I mean, aesthetically, it's is very impressive. It's a pretty. Uh, it's like throwing hearts, though. You know, you have to like wait a couple turns until you say that. I recognize that that's a that that's a a card game. I don't know how to play it though. I only know how to play poker, go fish, and war, and blackjack. War is pretty cool. We used to play this War game rocks. called, uh, and I'm never—I was never clear on the actual name of it. It was one of those things. I'm, if you didn't realize this about me, I'm very comfortable just like letting things just be completely veiled to me, and just kind of going with it. Like, for example, the dermatologist's office—I just completely left, not knowing what to do. I mean, hi Max. I um, I like not knowing things. I'm comfortable with most with, with most mysteries. I'm comfortable not knowing things. Yeah. Like um, when I, if I start to read like a mystery book, I don't have to finish. I could just be like, well, I don't really care. I don't, care. I don't really care who did it. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, that's up. You can, you can decide that. You can, you can just... figure that shit out. <laughs> Let somebody else worry about it. I mean, my, uh, I love saying I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just genuinely. If you can say if you're you're in a situation, you can just be like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it frustrates I feel me. like there's people are so three, absolute about things. There's like there's three really beautiful, uh, three word phrases in English. I love you, <laughs> is obviously, you know, maybe the most famous, really great one, really really great to hear. Yeah. Uh, fuck me hard is another really good one fuck me hard's pretty good yeah and then i don't know i'm gonna commas up there too yeah that's, that's that's another good one that's a very that's a powerful thing to hear and and say Mm-hmm. um so here's another one egyptian rap screw or Egyptian rat, rat screw. Egyptian rat screw. Is it rat screw? So it is see rat again, screw. I've heard it both ways. It's rat screw. It's gotta be rat screw, right? Yeah, for sure. It felt dirty saying it, even as a kid and I kind of you know, you love that kind of thing. Saying um saying I vulgar things. Rat yeah. screw always felt like well that's a bit Well, because it's like the sanitized way to say rat fuck. Yeah, Egyptian rat fuck is cool i did used to know how to play that but i don't remember i don't remember either but i remember that it was uh it was a high contact game and that had an an appeal for a person of a certain age trying to uh, get to know perhaps people of um you know their, their sexual there's the 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 people that they sexually desire i don't remember touching other people in that game you have to like you you go in and you have to grab the cards, so it's like all hands in. Oh, just hand grabbing. Yeah, a lot of hand touching. Okay. Grab hand. It's been a while for me. That's like that real risque shit there at that age. Touch, <laughs> touching each other's hands. That's true. In kind of like this sort of like heated, you know, heart rates are up. It's more intense You've got the sort of like the fire in your eyes. <laughs> it's competitive. You're like, you know, kind it, of uh, fluffing kind your own mane. <laughs> it's kind of beautiful. Egyptian rat fuck. I wish I remembered how to play it. Did you I ever have? Did you growing up? We had like a book, Hoyle's 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 Book of Rules or something like that. Mm-mm. And it had hundreds of, it had the rules to hundreds of card games and other games. No, not ringing a bell. So what else was on the agenda? Yeah, so road trip road trip is Saturday. Road trip is Saturday. Literally, we're we're going to this one with no agenda whatsoever. 
which That's I think is which is great because we were very. Uh, it was very, it was pretty it was pretty heavy last last week. Very structured last week. Extremely structured. Which Our most structured. Fine. fine. Just it's not going to always be like that. No, definitely not. Uh, road trip. Sorry, road trip. So it's fourteen and a half hours. But if you do it like the astronaut woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, no if, if you do it like the astronaut woman, it's like 14 and a half hours. But if you do it like a regular person, it, it turns out to be more. You have to stop for lunch and dinner, probably. Mm-hmm. Gas a few times. So it really starts to look like 16, 17, 18, that kind of number. And that's like a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a that lot is a at lot. that point. So... um so I'm thinking of getting into middle Nebraska, like Omaha area. Okay. Um, and grab a hotel. Mm-hmm. And uh, kinda, maybe hit, a, nice, hit the uh, bar for, for a beer and um, a burger. Nebraska-raised beef. Beef burger. And... Um, and then cruise into Colorado with some time to spare so that I can uh, maybe enjoy a, a sort of a dinner evening kind of experience with whoever I s- decide to stay with. I haven't even decided who I'm going to stay with. Everybody's kind of waiting, so I'm sure I'm guessing there's a room waiting for me pretty much everywhere as far as a couple people I've talked to about my arrival. You better hope. Yeah. I mean, I could go to my grandma's too. Oh, I didn't know she lived out there. Yeah, she lives in Golden. Everybody lives out there. I swear to God, it's just like you're great. I have more you're golden. I, I I know more people out there than I do here. No, that's not true. But you know, <laughs> get, getting to that point. Yeah, you should just the first day. You should just um, just drive as far as you feel comfortable driving. Yeah, and then just pull off. And then pull off. Get a chill, room. Get a room. Yeah, I like that idea a lot, actually. You'll be more amped the first day, so you'll you'll be you'll feel like you can drive further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and then, and I've been know, sleeping yeah. really well, so I mean, barring something crazy happening tonight or tomorrow night, um, I feel like I've got the energy. Yeah, you'll you'll be you'll be excited to do the whole deal, so you'll yeah. have energy regardless. I'm trying to decide I if think. I should listen to the audio book on day one or on day two. Well, day one is going to be your the bulk of your That's driving. That's the big drive. But I kind of want to head out of the city listening to music. Well, you could do that. And then once you get out the city, maybe for like a it gets pretty it gets pretty boring. It so. does get pretty dull, and I haven't gone that route. I usually just I've gone a, I go a couple different ways when I leave the city, but I usually don't go that direction. Out on where, uh, where do you go out of? So. Going to school used to be, what is it, 55 to 88 or 88 to 55? And then if you're heading to Indiana, you go around and down. And if you're going north, uh-huh. you go up 94. But I'm going kind of like northwest. So I think I have to like head out on the on the Kennedy past the airport and keep going. I don't normally do that. Uh, interesting. Max, please. <laughs> His tail's just batting your mic. He just like slapped me in the face with it. He's just being flippant. We had enough time one on one today. He shouldn't be doing this. He should be going find self sufficiency somewhere. Work on your independence. I'm going to miss him so much. I'm taking him out to my parents' house tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to miss him so bad. This will be the longest you've ever been apart. That's true. The longest we've ever been apart since since I adopted him. Since the beginning. Around this time last year. Was it really only that long ago? Yeah. It was like Damn. Uh, it was like maybe August. So maybe July. Wow. I don't know. It was around then. Mm. 
Well, that's I exciting. To, I talked to somebody else who gives their uh, dogs um, drugs to keep them chill. Yeah. CBD, right? I don't give... I didn't give Olivia CBD. Oh, really? It was like No, she legit, gets the powerful real stuff. <laughs> legit, tra- legit tranquilizers. <laughs> Come on, man. Give her something organic. I like. I looked it up and it was like... I, I forgot what the... I think it was called... I mean, I'm not giving them to her right now because I don't need to, but uh, I was giving her this drug called Ace Promazine. Yeah. And I looked it up just because I was curious. Of like, I've never heard of this. And Good it was like... Ace. It's like a, it's like an antipsychotic drug from the fifties that they stopped giving to people. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but dogs, it's fine. But dogs, it's fine. She likes it. Literally, I mean, I would, I would like take the pills out of my medicine cabinet, and she would hear them rattle, and she would like come running to the bathroom because she was so excited. Granted, I did give her the pills like in a piece of cheese, so you know. I think that she got as far as like she was into she the connected, cheese. She connected the rattle to getting the cheese, but not necessarily the the rattle to getting the cheese to getting completely fucked up. You never did complete cup, the conditioning. A, a couple hours after getting the cheese, I don't think she made that whole. She seems connection. like she'd be resistant to conditioning. Hmm depends mm-hmm. in her old age she just doesn't give a fuck about anything really she won't even like follow commands half the time anymore she just kind of like looks at me and doesn't care that's kind of what max does well max is a cat okay fine so you were going to we were going to do we had a miscommunication and we were going to do an episode with you at the beach we did we were yes and that's still coming we're still going to do that for example we I mean, can st- we're we're basically going to do one when i'm on the road so that'll be fun but um we, but there are a couple a things ma- that you wanted to tell me kind of going into that episode that you didn't get that's a, a ma- that's a mountain episode the mountain episode. episode not a beach episode it's a very different vibe but sort of a, a piedmont sort of a foothills kind of a foothill the foothills episode <laughs> the foothills episode okay yeah like well you know, we're gonna do that geography really stuck with me so let's use the right let's use the right terms if we if we know them i mean i uh because i don't think i'm going to be broadcasting from the mountains when i'm in the mountains i'll be camping well i i won the geography b in fourth grade that's kind of dope really did you know that no i didn't mm-hmm. No. Did you used to watch the Geography Bee with Trebek? No. Is he dead? Rest in... Does he, did he die? No, he's he's still alive. I'm sorry. That's rude. He's doing better. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, not like, I'm not like relishing it. I just wanted to make sure he paid the proper respects. Yeah, it looked like no, he was going to die there for a little bit. Yeah, I mean... More than a little he bit. He wasn't doing great, but no. he's, he's alive. Uh, Do yeah, you remember I wanted some to... of the hardest questions? I don't remember any of the questions except for the question that I won on, uh, which was like, you know, I forgot the exact format, but it was like, it was down to the final two of us. And it was like one person got to answer first. And then the other person got an, got like an attempt to answer based on, I don't remember Mm -hmm. some sort of rules. So my opponent, uh, Jason Keller, the final question was, uh, in what country is the Autobahn located? <laughs> yeah. And uh, this fucking retard Keller, he... Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. He, uh, he thought it was in Argentina. No. Yeah. He was like, he said Argentina. Well, there Obviously are a lot of Germans wrong. in Argentina, but... Uh, and there's no Autobahn in Argentina because it's in no, Germany. That's right. And that was the question that I went on. Did you get a prize? I got, <laughs> I I uh, I got a globe. <laughs> Fitting. Mm-hmm. All right, Max. 
You're driving me crazy. So what did you see on the way to the beach? Well, I drove through a lot of butterflies. I killed hundreds, if not thousands of butterflies with my car. I was researching that. That's um, quite a visceral experience to just sort of live with. Well, it happens every year here. Monarch butterflies, they migrate south into Mexico to overwinter. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're just everywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, In fact, I was driving around today. There was not quite as many as I saw like out on the the road last week, but uh, there was a lot. There was a lot flying through the backyard, even. And it's literally like, you know, there's just there's just nothing you can do. You're just going to kill a lot of butterflies if you try to get anywhere. It's like the um, the red crabs on Christmas Island. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A few years ago here, it was so bad that, like, uh, people's cars were overheating because the, the intake in oh, the, the front of the car was getting... Yeah. Yeah, it was getting so clogged with dead butterflies that people's cars were overheating. Wow. So that's kind of like a. That's an. In, I feel like that's intense. You know. It's usually not that intense as far as the cars overheating, but. No, I mean like you killing a million things or a thousand things or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't feel great. Living things. I had to. I had to get the car washed. Hmm. Because I could barely see out. I could literally not really see out my windshield. <laughs> yeah. Because of all the guts. And uh, I saw a camel. Yeah. Um, I, saw a li- I saw a real live camel. A private camel or a, a wild camel or... Uh, yeah, a private camel, not okay. a wild camel. There's not wild camels here, I don't think. Well, you um, know. There could be. I don't know. But um, I'm just you trying do to see keep a lot of open mind. Yeah, you do see a lot of ranches here with uh, like exotic animals. I see. Uh, usually you see like savanna animals, like African savanna animals, because I guess it's like a similar climate mm-hmm. uh, and they do they do really well here. So, you know, you'll be driving along and you will see, you'll, you know, like you'll see a bunch of zebras or ostriches, or you'll see like different kinds of antelope that you would see like in, in Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Serengeti. On the Serengeti. Another good g- geographical term, I believe. <laughs> It's a good, uh, it's a nice word, too. That's beautiful. But camels, uh, I mean, it's not deserty here. It's Mm -mm. drier, but it's not a desert. At least in this part of the state. It's somewhat, it's somewhat arid. Uh, So is Denver, actually. It is. I think people might, I I don't know if people know that, but it's kind of deserty. It is. Well, like the, the whole, uh. But I guess the eastern part of Colorado is a little deserty mm-hmm. until you hit the Rockies. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Denver is, you know, it's in the foothills before you hit the Rockies. Yeah, the Piedmont. The Piedmont. Have you ever been to uh, Great Sand Dunes? Mm, no. That's. <laughs> Great Sand Dunes is pretty crazy. I've seen pictures. My friends have been there recently. Just, even it, it is literally just like, uh, like, uh, like sands from the deserty part of the state. Yeah, just get blown into this little corner of the mount of like the mountain range, and then they don't, they just can't get out. So it's just these these huge sand dunes, and you're climbing up on like you know, sand dunes that are hundreds of feet high, and looking at you know like rocky snowy peaks wow and pine trees Mm -hmm. it's very it's very surreal 
it's it's pretty great. It's cool the way that um the different ecosystems are kind of localized by those by by gigantic mountains in this case, but um how they sort of abut they're just right next to one another. I dig that. Cuz I mean isn't like the aridness of the eastern part of Colorado because of the Rockies itself and the climate yeah. that happens as a result of the of the water and the precipitation. Yeah, you can't get to that side. And it's very far inland, so Yes, mm-hmm. that is what happens. Geography is so cool. We saw some mountains in you know, mountains is an interesting term. I'm not sure where the threshold is. Because, I mean, if the Rockies are mountains. But anyways, um, they're called the Porcupine Mountains in the Upper Peninsula. Along the coast of Lake Superior. And, you know. Okay. If I showed you pictures, you'd be like, well, I guess that's a mountain. But, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't really compare. Sure, not a lot compares to the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. In terms of, in but terms it, of mountainousness. Yeah. <laughs> The, that mountain quality. <laughs> you saying they should? <laughs> <laughs> you saying they should more be like the Porcupine Hills? You know. Yeah. I'm gonna look at pictures of it really fast on my phone. Pull up a couple pictures of the uh, of the old Porkies. Do that? Do they call them the Porkies? They do. I didn't just. I'm not. That makes I'm not sense. just doing that. No, I to- I totally believe it. Um. Yeah, they're they're very pretty, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Picture it, it's kind of Ozarky. It's a little Ozarky, which is um, not a knock at all on either the Porkies or the Ozarks. I, I I think the Ozarks are quite pretty. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like uh, it's kind of sort of like the level of hill in the hill country here. Oh, I love the hill country, Jesus. He's kind of sort of, at least it seems like in these pictures, you know, it's not like, it's not really a mountain. It's some hills. I'd love to get a ranch in the hill country. Brother, you and, you and me and every doctor and. Yeah, everybody. And, and anesthesiologist from Dallas and Houston. Because it's like not too bad to drive to some of the other cities, right? No. So you could commute. No, you, you could commu- commute. You could commute into Austin. You could commute into Austin or San Antonio. And San Antonio, but it would pro- it's it's a good four or five hours from Dallas or Houston. It's more like a weekend getaway mm-hmm. if you live in the big cities. Uh, when I come down or to see you, will I drive through the hill country if I'm coming from Oklahoma City? Uh, you'll drive down 35 through Austin, so mm-hmm. kind of, sort of. You'll you'll skirt the the eastern edge of the hill country. Maybe I'll make a detour. Well, we'll be, and then the northern part of San Antonio is kind of on the edge of the hill country as well. Don't worry, we can we'll we'll make an excursion to the hill country. That'd be great, for sure. We should go up there and eat a bunch of mushrooms. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, that could be cool. Uh, my my grandpa, who is dead. Rest in peace. Uh, rest in peace. He was an asshole. But hmm. uh, he burn had hell. a... Re- burn in hell. Burn in hell. Burn in hell. Motherfucker. Fucker. He had, he had, a, he had a ranch in the hill country. Mm-hmm. And it's still... It's still in the family. Oh, something to look forward to. Um, I'm not promising I can uh, secure us a spot because I have not really uh, talked to that side of the family much since he died. But it is a possibility. It sounds like there might be some 
some steps, some stages to that. Uh, to secure, it will take. It will take a little bit of work, mm-hmm. uh, but it is it is doable. Quite Machiavellian. It's doable. My, uh, mm-hmm. not my grandmother, but his his wife. Uh, still lives at the ranch. Oh. But there are two houses on the ranch. Mm-hmm. There's like there's like a big house where they lived, and then there's like a smaller, older house. Um. Where we could potentially stay. At the, at the Cherry Mountain house. We could go up there and shoot a bunch of guns. We could definitely shoot guns. There's a lot of... Uh, there's plenty of places to shoot guns. And uh, even specific gun... Like kind of a gun range. So, Did I send you that video of me shooting? I don't think so. I uh, I was shooting it. I was shooting at this can. Classic with a revolver. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's as fun as it sounds, and uh, and I hit the can so that it was after two two tries. Mm-hmm. I hit the can so that the 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 end of it was facing me. And I was like, God damn it. I made it so hard on myself. And I started complaining. You know, briefly. This all, this all took just a couple seconds. And uh, Jeremy was like, well, you better hit it. So I was like, "Blow!" And I got it on the first try, trying to shoot the ass of the, ass of the can. And then it was in the woods, so I couldn't go any further. Which is probably all for the best, because I probably wouldn't have been able to continue that streak of gun success. <laughs> You ever, uh, you ever shot a, you ever shot a can of spray paint? <laughs> no. Did it, does it explode? Yeah. The paint goes everywhere in a huge cloud and it's pretty fantastic. I feel like you'd want to get quite a bit away from that. Yeah. You don't want to be close to it. And then I probably wouldn't shoot. Is there just, like- I probably wouldn't shoot. I, I wouldn't shoot it with a handgun. Probably shoot it with a rifle. Yeah. You want to be pretty far. And then does it just sort of coat everything around it in whatever color it is? Yeah. That sounds pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I've only done it like out in the middle of a field. So you shoot it and then there's like just a huge cloud of whatever color the can is. And usually kind of the can will kind of shoot off into the, in a direction. Yeah, uh, no, because you pierce it, and so it's a, you it's a it. rocket then, at that point. And then all of the little particles kind of slowly f- float down and coat coat the that sounds so coat the area. that sounds so beautiful. It is quite beautiful. Uh, that book that I recommended that you read, the wonderful story of Henry Sugar and six more. Mm-hmm. There's a short story in that about um, shooting a bird, and uh, I'm pretty sure there's a very vivid description of it, basically like you know exploding in a huge cloud of blood. And uh, Raw Dahl does a very nice job of sort of painting how beautiful that is. Beautiful and and terrible, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what kind of gun does he shoot it with? Do you know? It's like a shotgun, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a swan. It's like a. It's like a. It's an interesting oh, story. It's a big bird. Yeah, huge bird. Okay, interesting. You should read that book. There are two other stories in there that I really like. Maybe as well. I will. Maybe I will read it now due to the the destruction of a bird. <laughs> I think that one's called The Treasure of Middenhall Manor. I'm looking it up. Wait. No, I thought I was right next to it. I don't think it's over here. 
The treasure okay. of Middenhall. What the fuck? The Mildenhall treasure? Oh, look at that. The Mildenhall treasure. You were pretty close. Yeah, I was. That might not be the... Uh... No, that's not the right one. I confused the stories. However, I did name another Raw Doll book. What do you mean? That was not one of the short stories. I don't think it was. It's just another book by Roald Dahl. The bird story? One sec. The wonderful story of Henry Sugar. Oh, yeah. No. The one I'm talking about is called The Swan. Oh, that make that, that makes a lot of sense. Mhm. But it's in the same book? Mhm. Okay. You know, so obviously Roald Dahl known better for his uh children's his children's books. books. This is aimed at a bit of a, an older audience. That's good cuz I'm You're not a, you're not a child. I'm not. I'm 32. I'm almost 33. You're a man. I'm a grown man. I'm almost 32. Yes, you are. How's it been for you? 32? Mm-hmm. Um, it's been an interesting year. Mm-hmm. Quite... Uh, You've been to the beach at least twice, three times? It's been quite eventful. That's pretty cool. Um, been to the beach twice. You take what you three can get. Three times. I've been to the beach three, three times. times. You, you take what you can get. I haven't been to the beach this year. I've been to the beach three times. Wait, that's not true. Uh, well, I've been to Lake Superior. There you go. That's a beach. It is a beach. I've, I've been to a few couple beaches. I've been to the beach three times. Uh, I went fishing. I mm-hmm. uh, I haven't been fishing this year. Fuck. I experienced the I experienced the coronavirus pandemic mm-hmm. vividly firsthand. Yeah, you've seen some stuff uh, that we haven't seen. Saw some shit. Did you see someone die from coronavirus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many people did you see die from coronavirus? Uh, I don't know. You don't really like hang out in the room and watch. You're just like, oh, okay. Well, that's what I meant. Have you seen the life leave someone's eyes? Um, No, you're not really like in the room for that. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's just, I, feel like that I, mean, would, I feel like that would haunt you. Sometimes you're there. Uh, if you had a soul, if you have a soul, sometimes you're there, but then uh, a lot of the times you're not. It's just sort of you know. Mm, okay, that's that's happening now. Have you seen any? You don't have re- you seen any Buddhists die? Not to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, I w- and I'm going to say probably not. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I suppose you never know. Mm-mm. You never know what's in someone's heart. Um, not to my knowledge, no. Why? I don't know. I was just curious. Just curious what their, mm-hmm. what their what, reaction would be. What it's like, yeah. Their, their reaction. <laughs> well, I'm dead. <laughs> they don't. I'm pretty sure you don't you're not you're not afforded a reaction to death to your own death anyway. Well, I mean you can react to the process of dying. Yes. That's true. 
most people just pass out. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you're not doing good. Stuff, stuff, stuff isn't really working. <laughs> stuff is not going well. Your body can't really support consciousness anymore. Well, that's a relief. I think being conscious while you die is probably... <laughs> I would not enjoy probably it. Probably a bit of uh, a lot to handle. I bet it is. And not in like a good way. No. I've been kind of very into the, uh, into the idea of, you know, lately I want to, I want to feel everything. Like I want to feel the full Mm -hmm. gamut of human emotions. Yes. Um, the good and the bad. That's because I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of merit in, um, feeling bad emotions and really grappling with them. Um, probably don't need to feel what it's like to die consciously Mm-mm. though. I could probably leave. That's funny. That I could probably leave. Th- I could leave this, pl- I could leave this plane not knowing what that feels like. Just, just let me, just let me ride out in a, in a beautiful haze. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a spray paint can shot with like a shotgun. I want my brain to be a spray paint can shot with a two forty three mm-hmm. and just drift down to drift drift away into the into the air and onto the ground. An explosion of energy. A final last gasp. Metaphorically yeah. speaking. And then a settling. Uh a residual and then nothing quiet i think that's really beautiful i would like to die like a spray paint can dies mm-hmm. it's funny that you mention it actually i i feel that way too when you're really feeling something gut-wrenching and awful i mean not being like stabbed or something really true i mean obviously that those that that applies i'm not romanticizing that having not experienced it myself but some of the pains that i've experienced you can look at it and say that's light that's living oh yeah and like, um it's, it's part of it i think there's an aspect of that that's kind of the, that you can trace back to some teaching i'm not sure which really Buddhism. Well, I mean, you can look at it. I mean, I mean, it's samsara, isn't it? Frankly, right? It's the spinning wheel, mm-hmm. and you can also kind of look at the sort of the hedonist aspect as well. How do you mean? Um, the extremes of living um, are okay. are a hundred percent part of living. A hundred percent part of it. But um, but yeah, that's interesting. I, I'm really interested in. I, I think I, I think I'm gonna read the. I'm gonna listen to the Snow Leopard. You should. You should listen to the Snow Leopard. It's uh, it's really good, and it kind of feeds into that whole thing because it's definitely about uh, Buddhism and. Mm-hmm pre pre the pre buddhist religion in mm-hmm. in nepal yeah and it's also about his wife dying hmm. and it's also a little bit about mushrooms cool very cool yeah yeah and i might eat mushrooms next weekend too so wow that so, could really be that could really that could really thread the needle for you buddy on point completely now that you've read that, you should definitely read. Read. Oh, it's Nepal. It's not Tibet. Because, because uh, yeah. I've got that book, um, Essential Tibetan Buddhism. It's uh, yeah, it's Nepal, not, hmm. not Tibet. Hmm. They're very close together. 
Mm-hmm. However, I think they're touching. As as you might know, <laughs> geographically, I think they're like right close. there. They're right next to each other. One of the okay, going back to geography. You're one of the, the crazier champion. things. You're the geography to me, bee champion. One of the crazier things about India to me is that the most densely populated parts of India are like basically all like hugged up against the Himalayas. Is the, you think it would be like? Is that true? You think? Yeah, I'm not making it up. It's in the north. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, I didn't know that. I thought it was. Mumbai and New Delhi and I mean sure those are like you have you have sit you know like the big cities like Mumbai and New Delhi and stuff like you have like some big coastal cities and you have New Delhi which is kind of just like in the middle in the north but the most densely populated areas like as far as like big swaths of geography mm-hmm. is like all like scrunched up neck in like the foothills of the himalayas that's nuts i had no idea which is weird it doesn't doesn't make any sense does it have to do with i'm sure i'm sure it makes some sense on some level that i don't understand but or some his some historical thing that i don't know about could it have to do with the ganges and um is that where it is well it comes out of the himalayas know. That could be it. The Ganges, as far as rivers go, a real motherfucker. Pretty. (laughs) It's a pretty crazy river. Pretty important. Yeah. It's a real. They tell me. It's a real fucker for sure. It's at the top of a short (laughs) list. Um. I've seen some cool stuff over there's some cool documentaries about the about the Ganges and about the health of the Ganges. Spoiler alert. It's not in great I'm shape. Gonna sh- I'm going to show you a uh, a population density map of India. Let's see that. Let's see that shit. Oh shit. You might not be able to see it. Just hold it real close. Oh my goodness. Wow. It's backwards, but is it backwards to you or is it right? No, no, is well, it just you know, I, mean, I, I can I can tell north from south, but so that's that's sure. nuts. I, I had I really had no idea. I didn't either. It's crazy, right? What what's the um what's the metric? Is it uh thousands of people per square mile or something or square square kilometer or what is it? Uh, it's people per square kilometer. Fuck. And then it's really uh pretty wow, I had no idea. It's really pretty tight in all the different colors until you get to the last darkest one cuz it's like white is 0 to 184 people per square kilometer. Pink Yeah, is there's some definitely empty empty space in India. It's fucking yeah. honest, but and then it's like pink is 184 to 296 people per square kilometer and then it pretty much goes up by like 200 then about like 400 and then the last one which is all the which is the darkest stuff which is what you see all there yeah is between 850 people 850 people per square kilometer and 36,000 people per square kilometer oh they really had just in that mm. they really had to just i'd like to see that broken down further yeah it's a it's kind of I don't like it when a little too big. I don't like it when they do that with data. When they do that with data. Well, that's just one map that I found. I mean, it illustrates your point. I just like to see. Um, I'm sure we could drill down now, and we could see a more. We could find something with more rich, robust visual representation. We could we could we could dive into this big time. Because I love geography and I love Yeah, you're the population population density. Yeah. Here's your thesis. Too much. It's too many. 
That's my thesis? Yeah, that's it. Short and okay. sweet. There's too many people. Yeah, it's going to be... That's going to be hard to defend. No, it's not, actually. <laughs> it's it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be so easy to defend it'll probably get rejected for that reason. It's too easy. It's too broad. I think it's too well, it's it's I think it's already like I think it's been it's been known. It's too big of an idea. That's true. It's it certainly isn't specific, but um I mean what academia can't handle my big ideas don't they they think like 10 billion is like that's what earth can sustain or is that is that Mm. is that basically like just like junior eugenics right um i I don't know the last time i looked at population science seriously i was in college now every time every time you hear it it's usually it's national and that's usually eugenics but like what the earth can sustain that's a real that's a real thing it's a real you that you can quantify it um based on a certain standard of living uh which of course sort of you do the very very lopsided distribution of wealth and and resources for that matter it's kind of a different that's a different conversation but you can kind of say okay if we wanted everybody to have this, uh, how much can we do? And uh, it's a number. It's, That's it's, true. It's a whole, it's a whole number. <laughs> <laughs> it's an integer. Um, yeah. I wonder if we could get a lecture on that. That would be an interesting Let's thing. Let's do it. To get a lecture on. Um, that I would like to have somebody explain to me and not necessarily look up myself. No, that's a great um, idea. I'm trying to think of who we could that's ask. A good, um, my brother has been wanting lecture. to do a lecture. He could research this. It's not exactly his wheelhouse, I, but uh, I think I think I want something. I, w- I would want somebody who kind of had a little bit of expertise in this. Okay, we could outsource Are it. Are you saying my brother? My brother can't research. No. I'm saying that there might be somebody more equipped we could, we than could, your brother to do it. Real, we could ask somebody to do it, but he could do it if we can't find anybody else. <laughs> I think my dad would probably be pretty good at this too. Yeah, he'd probably be very good at it. Who else? Who else? Well, something to think about. We'll think about it. We uh, just crossed our hour. Did we? Well, we have a couple. We have a few minutes. Well, that's close enough. Can you think of a phone? We're pretty. (laughs) (laughs) By by saying by saying we just crossed we just crossed the hour. That's pretty much that's pretty much it. I can edit it out, but you know what. Are our listeners deserving? Uh, you know, let's not let them of get a more f- than a big an hour? head. Yeah. No. All right. You want to stop? Yeah. All right. I'm going to stop in one, two, three. Strangers' arms reach out to me. Cause they know I'm so lonely Then my mind goes back to you Your sweet love sees me through Your Sweet love sees me through